You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, September 15th. We had a, I don't know what the heck that was on Thursday Night Football. I really don't. The Minnesota Vikings fall behind 27-7. They have four turnovers. And then Captain Kirk Cousins comes in the back door. I had six and uh, and the Eagles, so I got a push. I did, if you went on my Instagram, you saw uh, I had a Jordan Addison prop that hit on his touchdown alone. I think his receiving total was 43.5. The prop cashed easily on his long TD. But I, I have some big thoughts here on uh, Kirk Cousins is the bigger story. I want to quickly start with the Eagles. I don't know what it is, but this is two straight games for the defending NFC champs, and they just look sluggish. Jalen Hurts looks a step slow for whatever reason, I don't see the same dynamic Philly offense that captured the hearts and imaginations of fans everywhere. I mean, this team last year was destroying people. They were boat racing teams, and I know they jumped out to a 16-0 lead over the Patriots and kind of coasted and, and, and barely won. And they jumped out to a 27-7 lead against the Vikings and kind of held on there at the end. The Eagles just don't look nearly as dominant as they did last year. And I know, I'm saying that when DeAndre Swift rushed for a buck seventy-five. And uh, what's Devontae Smith had a monster game. Sorry to A.J. Brown fantasy owners, uh, that touchdown call back. But overall, they just don't look as explosive. And let's be real. I know everybody loves the Eagles defense. But what's going on? Those injuries are catching up. Justin Jefferson just eating all night long. They couldn't stop him. Jordan Addison with a nice touchdown. Um, 
If the Vikings don't vomit all over themselves, Justin Jefferson reaching out the ball to score a touchdown goes out of the end zone, um, this Viking team could have easily hung 40 points. Um, so overall, I, I don't want to say the Eagles got lucky two weeks in a row, but let's be real. They should have lost that game to the Patriots. And let's be real. If the Vikings play you know, one or two turnovers, is Philadelphia cruising in this one? I don't think so. Um, so if you're an Eagles fan, yes, you're 2-0, but it's not a thump out your chest, we're the beasts of the NFC. It's not like last year. The Eagles don't feel as dominant. But I actually think the bigger story here, because we love dumpster fires, is the Minnesota Vikings, who are now 0-2. They have, I believe, seven turnovers in two games. They have lost to Baker Mayfield at home. And now, listen, it's nothing embarrassing losing to Philly. They're very good. But it was like a subdued crowd on Thursday night. As an aside, and Rob, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but it feels like the Amazon games are quieter. Some some jabronis on social media tried to tell me Amazon turns down the volume of the crowd so you can pump, and they pump up the announcers. I, listen, I, Al Michaels is a legend, you know, one of the all-time greats. He doesn't have the pop. He's not excited. Like, you got crazy plays happening, and Al Michaels is just, I don't want to say sleepwalking through it, but Kirk Cousins, you know, Kirk Cousins is having some big plays, coming back late, and Al Michaels did not seem that into it. I like Kirk Herbstreet. Um, he, he doesn't seem as excited to call some of these college games, uh, maybe because he's boys with Fowler and he's been with it for a while, but I don't know. It just, it, the game did not feel like a big game. I don't want to say it felt like a glorified preseason game, but it just, it, it didn't, it didn't pop off the screen. Like, Dolphins Chargers popped off the screen last week, right? Um, I'm trying to think what other games were good. 49ers popped off the screen. They looked dominant. It was like, geez, this team looks amazing. Eagles just didn't look at, and the game did not feel like it had the gravitas of uh, two playoff teams from a year ago squaring off. Um, so I, I'll just get that out there now. But Kirk Cousins is in the final year of his deal in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins is pretty clearly not going to go on the tear that he went on last year where he had a bazillion game-winning comebacks, and they went 11-0 in one-score games in the regular season. That's not happening this year. They are now 0-2 in one-score games. It's funny how regression works, right? We talk about that all the time. If one team wins a lot of one-score games one year, usually the luck flips, and they don't win as many the following year. And, you know, if you're Justin Jefferson, remember that image of him at the end of the Tampa game sitting on the bench despondent, like, how do we lose to these jokers? And then to see him frustrated late in the game, Kirk could not get the ball to him. He had a monster game. I think 11 for what, 150, 159 yards, 13 targets. I mean, the guy was a beast. But the reality is he doesn't seem happy. And I think Minnesota's in this tricky spot where, hmm, we got Kirk Cousins. We're not really going anywhere. Yeah, sure, they could turn it around. But just, oh, by the way, Chargers next week? Uh, give me, give me, um, what's his, uh, give me Justin Herbert taking down Kirk Cousins and sending them to 0 and 3. And I do believe Minnesota is going to have some discussion soon. What do we do with Kirk? And this is more of an NBA thing than an NFL thing, but given it's his last year, it seems like the new regime, which took over last year, enjoyed the Kirk Cousins ride, but they kind of want to get their own guys in there. It feels like maybe we can. I don't know, sell Kirk around the deadline to a team that, I don't know, wants to rent 
a potential star quarterback. I don't know. Is he a star? He's top 15 quarterback in the league. I think he's top, top 10-ish. But does anybody want to rent Kirk Cousins for a playoff run? And I decided to come up with a list, and I'm sure Rob's going to hate these, but I came up with a list of teams that I think could be in the market to rent Kirk Cousins. Now, obviously, the salary cap is the big hurdle here, and maybe we'll get a capologist on next week to discuss the reality of this. Um, the longer he stays in Minnesota, the more of his contract uh, the Vikings have to pay out, obviously. But if Minnesota says, oh, we'll eat the contract, just uh, you know, flip us a first-round pick, what is Kirk Cousins worth? Well, let me ask you. Atlanta Falcons, right? Uh, Desmond Ritter appears to be their guy, but let's be real here. Desmond Ritter looks shaky in the opener. Barely at 100 yards passing with like five minutes left in the game. I don't know if Desmond Ritter, again, it's one game, you don't want to overreact. I don't know if he has the juice to get this team on a playoff run. They should be in the playoffs given the schedule and the talent, but they don't have the quarterback right now. So maybe Atlanta is willing to part. We'll see where they are. Desmond can't get us maybe to the Super Bowl in a down year in the NFC. Could Kirk Cousins? And I think that's a question Atlanta has to entertain. I'll give you another team. Washington Commanders pick up a, a victory over at Arizona. Did not look particularly good, especially a quarterback. Washington goes into Denver this weekend. Now, we'll talk about this briefly in picks uh, for the weekend. I'm torn on this one. I, you like to think Sean Payton should get it done here, but I don't know. Is there a world where Washington comes out of this 2-0? And then it's like, oh, what do we have here? Could we make a run? But we have Sam Howell holding us back. We get a healthy McLaurin. We like Dotson. Good running back. Could we level up with Kirk Cousins coming back to D.C.? I don't, I don't know that he'd want to go back there. But do we make a run at him and rent Kirk Cousins for a shot at a playoff run? I don't think that's worth the first-round pick, though, is it? I, is it questions I don't know? Washington would have to entertain those. Two others make sense. The Tennessee Titans did pick up an L in their first game. If you heard Mike Vrabel's comments this week about Ryan Tannehill, is like, we need to hit open receivers. And then he looks at the media and is like silent for like a second and a half. And you're like, oh, he's just call he's calling out a veteran quarterback. This ain't calling out Zach Wilson after he gets embarrassed by Bill Belichick. This is a 35-year-old Ryan Tannehill playing horribly with three picks. And you're wondering, geez, if things go south this weekend against the Chargers, that's a pick. Um, I don't know. Malik Willis ain't taking you anywhere. Um, I don't think Will Levis is ready. We're in a winnable division, although we'll be looking up at Jacksonville. Do we make a run at Kirk Cousins? I don't know that they have the receivers for it to matter, but Tennessee's in the mix. And the final team is a team I talked about on the herd on Wednesday, and that's my New York Jets. The defense looks like it's ready for primetime. The defense looks... Top three unit in the league? I don't know. If they're tur forcing turnovers, they're in the mix, folks. Question is offense. The problem with the Jets and Kirk Cousins is week three, the Jets are at the Patriots. If you lose to Dallas and then Zach Wilson goes to Washington, uh, I'm sorry, goes to New England. No, I'm sorry, the game's in New York. And Zach Wilson at home can't beat the Patriots. And I'll just quickly remind you, if you want a good laugh, go look up YouTube and Zach Wilson versus the Patriots last year. Both games were an abomination. He flat out lost both games for the Jets against Belichick. Um, Belichick famously made Sam Darnold see ghosts in the pocket. He is what he does to young quarterbacks. So if you you know play that out, Jets lose to Dallas, Jets lose to the Patriots, week four is against the Chiefs. We'll take that as an L. You're now one and three.
You are now desperate. If you make a run at Kirk Cousins, like you're definitely going to have to part with a first-round pick. And it, that, that's where it gets a little dicey. I, they don't have the leverage to make a run at him, but I sure as hell would love to see what he could do with Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. Like, Remember, Kirk Cousins played with Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. Maybe Cook talked to the front office and, hey, Kirk's going to work in this offense. I don't know. I just think when you look at how Cousins is playing at a high level, the turnovers, they're going to happen. You know, they weren't all on him. He had four touchdowns. My buddy, regular listener of the podcast, sent a text to me, me and another guy saying, Kirk Cousins scored 58 fantasy points for him in some league. Apparently the scoring is juiced. But I had him on my bench. He had like 28 points. Like Kirk Cousins can play. He can sling it. And I think we all agree Minnesota's not going anywhere. The big tell was when they dumped Dalvin Cook. They were like, eh, we're not, we're not going to pay him. We're starting over. They're rebooting. So in Minnesota, you get rid of Kirk Cousins, Rob. All of a sudden, you're like, you're going down. You're maybe in the mix for, a, I don't know, one of the top quarterbacks. The schedule's tough. If you lose to the Chargers, you're on three. You've got to really entertain this. So not only would you pick up an extra first, maybe a second, maybe a second or a third. I don't know what you could get. Depends how desperate the other team is. But all of a sudden, you got a quick reboot in Minnesota. The defense is getting rebooted anyway. They can't stop anybody. I don't know if they could stop Caleb Williams. Joke! I know college NFL just had to throw that in there. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I don't know, Rob, the idea of Kirk Cousins being sold and then rented by another team to make a playoff run. Does that excite you? It kind of excites me. We don't get that a lot in the NFL. Oh, I'm razzle-dazzle just thinking about it. I think this would be something that the NFL could really use. You know, not that they need any eyeballs, but when you have a quarterback change teams, and I know this as a Raiders fan, when they traded for Carson Palmer, who had said, I'd rather retire than play for the Bengals, and then they traded for him because they thought they had a team that could make a run in the postseason. He was terrible in his first game with the Raiders. I think he threw four interceptions in one half, Carson Palmer. But the excitement of getting a legitimate upper echelon top 10 quarterback, top 10 caliber quarterback, will rejuvenate a fan base and rejuvenate the conversation around the league that I don't think people, like casual fans, would really appreciate. And if you mentioned the Vikings schedule. This week, they're home against the Chargers. I think you and I, no matter what happens this weekend with the uh, Los Angeles, I think we both would probably pick the Chargers in that one because the Vikings defense isn't any good. Two weeks later, that home against Kansas City. Two weeks after that, going into the trade deadline, home against San Francisco. Mm. And sandwiched in between there, they have road games in Carolina and Chicago. Now, you expect them to beat those two teams, but they're on the road. So it's completely on the table that they could be heading into the trade deadline at 1-5 or 2-4. and four. Okay. If you are Minnesota, you just paid TJ Hawkinson, you're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson. And lest we forget, this is probably the best quarterback draft class that we've had in a decade. Caleb Williams, of course, is the headliner. But then you got Drake May, you got Shadur Sanders, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix. This is the deepest and best it's been in a long, long time. So if there was ever a time for you to need a quarterback and for you to want to bottom out, this would be the time to do it. I did a quick look at the Kirk Cousins contract. He restructured this past offseason to lower his cap number to help Minnesota. Obviously, they wanted to make that Hawkinson deal and make some things happen. If they trade him this season, the new team would be responsible for only $10 million in guaranteed salary for this season. The Vikings would then have to eat about $28.5 million on the cap next season. But if you have a rookie quarterback... That's, That's not nothing. too big of a deal, yeah. right? Kirk Cousins, I know he's not sexy. You know, he's terrible in primetime. We know all that. But you and I talked on this podcast before the uh, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. 
And you and I believe agreed that just last season, if you're just counting last season and coming into this season, Kirk Cousins was a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, by any wait, metric. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you said just last season. Just last season okay. coming into this season, fair, right? Fair, fair, fair. That's why you were kind of down on getting Aaron Rodgers coming off his worst yeah, season. Yeah, I wanted Lamar, remember? Right, yes, yeah. yes. You wanted Lamar Jackson. And it's like, if you just looked at the numbers, Kirk Cousins was better last year than Aaron Rodgers across the board, right? Aaron Rodgers, of course, has better... Uh, stronger pedigree you would think his ceiling is higher so i understand why you prefer aaron Rodgers. but just statistically it was kirk cousins last night 350 plus pass yards four plus pass touchdowns zero interceptions and losing a game first quarterback to do that in over two years <laughs> like kirk cousins is a very good quarterback top 10 12 ish quarterback and if you're a team that is in position or to either Make the playoffs, or if you're the New York Jets, I think if you have the right quarterback, go deep into the playoffs. I don't understand why you wouldn't be willing to take that risk and put yourself on that position as it relates to your Jets specifically. You don't want to part with the first round pick. I get it. You know, it's kind of a big deal, right? But if you look at it this way, they were going to give up that first round pick anyway in the Aaron Rodgers deal. They right, got they, saved. They would have had their. They would have kept their second. They would have kept their second. Right. So. If you're, if you're that concerned about it, you think of it as a sunk cost. We were already going to lose that first round pick. Maybe we throw in the first to get Kirk Cousins. We get a third rounder back and it feels like we kept our second, right? If you are the huh. Jets and that defense is nasty, you have weapons galore on the skill positions. You got to take the risk, man. Okay. Well, I just thought of a counter because, okay, let's pretend like we're doing the negotiation. Um, you're the Vikings. I'm the Jets. Um, and you say, I want a first, right? Right, Rob? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. So you want to first. My counter would be, so the market for Kirk is dried up. It's basically us, the Jets, and maybe you can try to convince Atlanta or Tennessee or someone else to get in the mix. But you want to tank. You, If you're trading Kirk, you want to tank. This defense isn't stopping anybody. So why don't I give you a third this year and a second in 2025 for Cousins? Will that do the trick? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Duh, deal. Absolutely. I thought you like, pushed back. Okay. No, no, yeah, because just as, just as you mentioned, I mean, yeah, terrible negotiation, right? No, yeah. but as you mentioned, <laughs> the, the Vikings want to be bad, right? So yeah. They're it, incentivized it, it, to stink, yes. Exactly. And, and the thing is, they already have their cornerstone guys, which would be around the quarterback. Hawkinson and Jefferson, those two alone are guys that you can say are foundational pieces on any offense. If you can get the quarterback right and he's more in line with their timeline, they can keep those two high-priced weapons like we've seen other teams do, like we've seen Miami's doing right now with Tua and his deal and, and getting Tyreek Hill and adding all those offensive players. Justin Herbert was doing that with the, the Chargers. Joe Burrow is the best example of how loaded that roster is. When you get a quarterback on the rookie deal, you can build it out pretty quickly and I think it makes a lot of sense with Minnesota, especially if they lose in week three to the Chargers, that they got to explore dealing Kirk Cousins and the New York Jets. If they manage to keep it close this weekend against the Cowboys, and they know if we had a quarterback, oh, we win this game. I, you got to really consider it. I think they got to win it, Rob, because that Patriots game is, is not exciting me. However, you said Shadur Sanders from Colorado. Uh, okay, so two things about this. A... Do you think he's that good? B, do we not? Do we just not know yet? And C, do you think he comes out? Because his dad is the coach at Colorado. 
They have the kid Hunter who's not draft eligible. I'm assuming Dion's going to wrangle a sick class. Are you? Are we certain Shadur comes out? If he has a first round grade, I think he comes out. I'm curious how much NIL money he can clean up in Colorado, and does that number go up if he stays? And are we like first round grade? Like, I don't. He's not going to top Drake May and Caleb. We would agree on that, right? I, I would agree with that too. We'll see on Penix. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold on Bo Nix. Uh, the kid Riley Leonard from Duke. It looks like the next Vanilla Vic. Um, he's quick, big arm. We'll see if he's as good as uh, Shadur. Um, it's it's interesting. Cause I, there's I, a lot I, of quarterbacks. I, it, there there's, are. there's a different flavor for whatever it is that you like. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, again, Caleb Williams, everyone thinks this is a Caleb Williams only draft because he's no. so great and he, because he's the best quarterback prospect probably since Andrew Luck. But yes, put him aside and any number of one of these guys would have been top 10 picks last year. Yeah. This is a loaded draft class for quarterbacks. Even DJ from Oregon, the kid who transferred from Clemson, I know everybody's down on him. He's looking good. Early in the season, it's, I think he's, I, I've never bailed completely. Um, Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. Like, I don't know if he's a first-round pick, but he looks good. Um, it is interesting, and you just wonder. I, I, it's too early to talk about tanking, but I think once we start to see, Rob, who's 0-2, who goes 0-3, at that point, I think your chances of making the playoffs just just swoon completely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Minnesota, to me, doesn't feel like a team that's going to contend. They had their amazing year last year. Everything broke right. This year, nothing's breaking right. Justin Jefferson lunges to get into the end zone and loses it out of bounds. Uh, the punt return kid. I don't know what the hell just happened there. I have no idea. Um, but, Rob, I, you didn't get to chime in on the Eagles. I am just curious. What is it about them that seems off? Or did they raise expectations to such a level last year that we just expect greatness? And it's like, oh, I'm assuming teams around the league, they're coming up with ideas to slow Philly down. They just don't look as explosive and dynamic. But maybe that's just me. No, I, I would agree with you. And and this is something that I mentioned to you on the pod during the offseason, that I was expecting a slower start for Philadelphia. And that's why I picked the Cowboys to win the NFC East was because them losing their defensive and offensive coordinators is not nothing. I don't care how talented your roster is. I don't care who you replace them with. You can't lose your two play callers on either side of the ball and expect the, the train to just keep going right on yeah. time. It's going to be an adjustment period. And this offense right now, they can run the ball great, obviously, because they got a, a, probably the best offensive line in football. The passing game, though, looks shaky. Outside of those two deep balls to Devontae Smith, two catches, 117 yards. Jalen Hurts completed 16 passes for 76 yards outside of those two. That's Russell Wilson-esque. Right, like that is captain check down. I believe someone said that uh, Dallas Goddard going six for twenty two is the reason why you should get rid of PPR scoring in fantasy because he was doing absolutely nothing. But because he had six catches, it was a serviceable day. Like right uh, yeah. now, the, the the passing offense is not in sync. Eventually, it's going to get on track. But I think a lot of people, well, at least myself, expected a slower start for them offensively. Yeah. Now, I was at uh, my daughter's volleyball clinic, so I was watching it on my phone, and I. You know, I, I wasn't as locked in as I would be at home in terms of looking at replays. Like I was fast forwarding, you know, because I was behind on on the Amazon. 
But Rob, did it appear as if the Vikings were taking away the deep ball and saying, we will concede everything you want underneath? And Philly said, mm, instead of the shortstop, we're just going to run the ball down your throat. And then they rushed, what, it was 60 carries or whatever the number was, just an insane number of plays that were running. Um, and so they're taking away the deep stuff from Hertz. And I don't think he hit any deep balls against the Patriots. This is almost like what teams were doing to Mahomes, remember? Um, they took away the deep ball, and he kind of struggled, I think it was like six, seven weeks, solving the underneath stuff. Uh, the too high has flux summoned. I think that's a, that's the right word. Russell Wilson as well. So, And, and it slows the game down and kind of takes the fun out of it, you know? Um, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I, I need to watch the game closer. But uh, that was my takeaway watching, watching Philly struggle. Well, Kirk Herbstreit mentioned on the broadcast a handful of times that when they were throwing the ball, at least, Minnesota was only bringing three and dropping eight a lot. Mm. So there was not a lot of space for these guys to throw deep. Um, one thing about Philadelphia's offense is because they run the ball so well, a lot of their passing concepts, um, similar to the Chiefs, a lot of crossers, a lot of things over the middle, things like that. It's just a good foundation for a play-action offense. and. When you're dropping eight guys into yeah. coverage, it, it's just really tough to get yeah. chunk plays. And so Jalen Hurts was more than comfortable taking these two-yard, three-yard little Ugh. passes. That's ugly. And it, it really tests your patience. So I guess one thing you can say that's good for him is he took what they gave him. He didn't He didn't let himself get, you know, I think it's flummoxed was the word, not flum, flummoxed. Flummoxed. I added a few letters yeah. in there, my boss. Yeah, so I think that, you know, credit to him for being patient and, and sticking with the running game and not getting A.J. Brown looked upset on the sideline that they weren't throwing the ball more. Yes, but I saw that. You saw, you know, Jalen Hurts was like, hey, we're running the ball for 200-plus yards, you know, yeah. so don't worry Just about deal it. deal with it. Um, exactly. So I saw two stats this week uh, before we get to picks for, for week two, Rob. Um so the youngest quarterback age ever for week one, I think since the merger, was in week one. 27 years old. A lot of veteran quarterbacks are moving up, moving out, and you're starting all these young guys. Well, what's the result? Play does not look as crisp, right? You got younger guys, not veterans. And the next thing I have, look at week two, Rob, six totals under 40. That's super low. You, don't, you maybe see that with weather in November or something across the league. You don't see that in September. The totals are low because the offense ain't great. Like, you got a lot of quarterbacks who just aren't really ready for this moment. I mean, and, and you trade Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers. That's, you know, <laughs> Zach Wilson ain't ready. And you just look around the league and you're like, the quarterback play. We thought this would happen when Brady and Manning retire, and it didn't totally happen. Um, I'm trying to remember who took the... Well, Brady never really left. Um, he just stuck around. But, like, we all thought, oh, with Peyton Manning gone. Oh, and then Patrick Mahomes showed up. So then it was, like, Brady versus Mahomes. Um, and then you had Aaron Rodgers' resurgence with the two MVPs. Um, and now it's like, okay, Rodgers out, Brady out. Um, Mahomes lost week one. Is Jalen Hurts? Remember, he was, like, MVP runner-up last year. Rob, is, do we know if Jalen Hurts is that good? Two years ago, he, he couldn't read a defense. It was all running. Last year, makes the jump with A.J. Brown, and now, this year, so far, slow start. I'm not writing him off. I'm saying, do we know if he's great? Burrow, second straight year, he's had a slow start. You know, he does have the calf issue. Um, Justin Herbert, you love to knock him. He can't win the big game. So, I don't maybe we're going to go through a little down cycle here uh, with the quarterbacks having to mature and grow up as we funnel out the old guys and in with the new young guys. I'll tell you right now, Anthony Richardson's fun to watch, but... C.J. Stroud was a tough, tough watch. Anyways, now we're in the weeds. 
Um, let's get to week two NFL picks. It was a good week last week. Let's try to level up and crush it even more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Alright, let's get to picks for week two. Week two is supposed to be the easier week than week one because everybody overreacts to what happened in week one and you fade the overreaction. We saw that with, for instance, Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Bucks. You know they put lines out um, two weeks in advance. So week two, Bears-Bucks was to pick them. Chicago going to Tampa. Well, Chicago looks bad in losing to the Packers. I said it was an overreaction. I, didn't, I mean, they weren't great, but it wasn't the end of the world. Tampa beats Minnesota as, what, a four or five-point dog a game we gave out here I had in the contest. 
And now all of a sudden, Tampa's favored by three. So what did I tell you? I mean, earlier in the week, fired off some wagers. One of them is, yes, I have Chicago at three. Now it did come back to two and a half Thursday. In the contest, I got to see what it is in the contest. Um, yeah, it's two and a half in the contest, which is not as great as three, obviously. So a little disappointing there, but I, my bet's in the, in the account. Games that I took earlier in the week, if you missed um, the number, uh, I gave it out at the time, this is what it was. Cleveland Pitt on Monday, under 41. San Fran at seven, it went up to eight and a half. I think I'm going to take the 49ers in, uh, in the contest. I think. I'm not 100% sure. You know, eight and a half is a big number. Divisional matchup. That being said, absolutely love the Shanahan-McVay matchup. Ten and three ATS. Shanahan just owns them. Defensively, they're good. They're going to, you saw what they did to Pickett and the Pittsburgh offense. They'll do much of the same to the Rams. I know the Rams offense look great. Well, Seattle has no pass rush, and San Fran has a pass rush. So uh, San Fran by universally is considered the best team in football after one week. But they were already top three or four. And so I think I kind of got to play Niners. They'll be at the top of the list. I did bet them. Um, Cincinnati minus three against Baltimore. Now, this one's going to be a little tougher because a lot of people seem to be on the Bengals because of these Ravens injuries. Now, Lamar Jackson, 10-1 and one against the spread as an underdog. I'm sure you guys see all these trends. And all these people rattle off trends and put them on social media like they, they, they're everything. They're not. They're one data point. Yes, Lamar is great as an underdog. 10-1 against the spread. But how is he when he's down maybe six starters? Like, I, I just think this is, a, a, you know, a game where, yes, Lamar could thrive running the football because he's running for his damn life with uh, his center and likely uh, his left tackle out. Uh, Bengals coming home after a loss. Um, now, historically, these two teams have played close games. Uh, Ravens actually showed really well last year in the playoffs without Lamar. It was a bit of a surprise. Um, but I'm on the Bengals at three. I don't love it as much at three and a half. And in the contest, it's three and a half. So I got to give that more thought. Um, interesting one, New York Giants. You guys remember the Adam Chernoff podcast um, and at Right Angle Sports. He works for them. They gave out Giants. They do this thing where they announce it on their website. You got to be a subscriber. And as soon as they say Giants minus four, boom, you hit it. And then line within... Four minutes, it's up to five and a half. So it sits there all week, and then all of a sudden, late Thursday, money came in on Arizona. I don't know what people are seeing. I mentioned this on, on The Herd, but the head, head coach of the Cardinals is Jonathan Gannon, and we talked about this with Eric yesterday. Um, Jonathan Gannon has done a hell of a job bottling up the Giants um, during his time in Philadelphia. Like, the Giants couldn't move the ball. How much of that is Gannon, and how much of that is the ridiculous personnel that the Eagles had? You know, if you, I don't know how you separate those two because it's very clear Arizona does not have a ton of guys. Uh, and I love a team coming off an embarrassing primetime loss. So the Giants are one of my favorite picks. Uh, I don't understand. I even texted Turnoff on Thursday. I was like, dude, what is this? Now, who, who, who's betting against A, you guys, and you know, go, sending it from five and a half to four? What's that all about? And he just said some guy bet it very quietly. Uh, I guess he's investigating. You know, listen, I do text a lot of these gambling people. I, I want to hear what people I respect think. Um, I think I'm going to be on the Giants in, in the contest. Um, Cincinnati, Baltimore, I have over 45 and a half. We talked about that game briefly. Um, I think Cincinnati's offense will look good. Um, 
adding Baltimore playing catch up. Lamar's going to be chucking and ducking. Um, another, actually, this is another Monday game. Saints, Carolina, I have over 39 and a half. Um, I thought, I thought Saints looked pretty good offensively, just couldn't finish drives. And let's be real Tennessee has a better coach, a better defensive line. What are we doing here? Uh, they're going to roll over Carolina, I think, even though it is outdoors, primetime game, Bryce Young, tough spot. Um, so, so give me the over in that one. I This is a tougher one. Kansas City favored by three against the Jags. I, I, I don't know how you don't take the Chiefs in this spot. Um, for me, one of my three favorite games of the, of the weekend, I'll give you my two favorite ones soon. But um, I, I saw this again, just a trend. Mahomes 19-6-1 against the spread as, as a favorite of three or less. So in these games where the line's inflated, it's tough for Mahomes to cover, and you got to pay the Kansas City tax because Mahomes has won MVPs and Super Bowls. But when he's a small favorite, that's when he's shining. Uh, you know, Think about this. Andy Reid hasn't started 0-2, I believe, in like nine years. And I know you're, the, well, that doesn't mean because it hasn't happened, it can't. Okay, well, tell me what scares you if you're Andy Reid uh, on that Jacksonville defense. Like, absolutely nothing. Anthony Richardson played well as in his first start as a 21-year-old. Moved the ball easily. Now, I know it's going to be hot, and it's in Jacksonville. But this idea that, like, the Jags are going to be able to slow down KC, I'll be stunned if the Chiefs don't drop 30. Oh, by the way, Travis Kelsey kind of matters. In the playoff game against Jacksonville last year, 17 targets. Uh, I think he had 14 catches. So, like... You guys can play the too high and take away the bomb. That's fine. Travis Kelsey's going to eat underneath. Uh, Tony, Kadiris Tony will be fine. Sky Moore, I, my son and I did drop him from our fantasy team. Um, we had to, you know. You just, you, you, it's almost like I got to get this guy off my roster. He's so frustrating. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do like the Chiefs in this one. I, I think they're almost a lock to be in the contest. They are at three. Um, I think my biggest lock, ooh, and this is going to sound... Kind of gross. It's a big favorite. It's the Buffalo Bills. Weirdly, somebody came in with money on the Raiders. So just consider a couple things. Number one, Raiders coming in to their second straight road game to open the season. They go to altitude in Denver. I don't know that they outplayed uh, Denver. They, they were good. But Denver's offense can't do anything. And you know who can is the Buffalo Bills. Now, everybody's like, saw the Bills Monday night, Island game. Oh, Josh Allen's regressing. Look at these dumb turnovers. What Josh Allen's not that good anymore. That, that's the whole narrative Tuesday. What's wrong with Josh Allen? Well, the Jets historically have done great against him. And I looked this up last year. You ready? The Buffalo Bills played 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games against teams that missed the playoffs. Okay? We'll take the two Jets games out because the Jets played them very tough. But the Jets have an elite defense. By the way, Raiders do not. So you're left with nine games that the Bills played against teams that didn't make the playoffs, teams that aren't very good. They won those games by 21, 34, 35, 17, 14, 22, and 12. They blow people out. If you're not good or don't have a good defense, say goodnight. Now, there's two games that they didn't blow out, so I'm like, huh, what happened in those two? They won by eight and they won by three. And then if you look on the, the Bills Wikipedia is the easiest place to find this. Oh, that's right. That was that snowstorm in Buffalo where, like, the local people in town had to shovel the Bills players out so they could fly to Detroit to play a game against, I think it was Cleveland, maybe? And then they stayed in Detroit Thanksgiving week, and they played another game at Ford Field. So two wacky-ass travel spots. 
And those are the two games they did not blow out inferior teams. Now, if you think the Raiders are a good defensive team, well, hey, by, by all means, take the Raiders here. Somebody, somebody has an appetite for the Raiders. If you think the Bills are going to be fine and the defensive stuff was overblown, by the way, the Bills' defense, not bad. You know, Brees Hall had an 83-yard run. Other than that, I mean, Zach Wilson couldn't do much. Is Garoppolo that much better than Zach Wilson? Yes, he's better, obviously. But is he that much better? So I think the Buffalo Bills are a slam-dunk play here. Um, I'm on them. I'm in the contest. I love them. Uh, I want to take Denver against um, Washington and Sam Howell. So Sam Howell did not look good against Arizona at all. The coach did not trust him. Okay? Uh, I, I think the number was final 12 minutes of a close game. Sam Howell attempted one pass, and they were losing for several of those minutes. So, uh, you know, basically, they're just, we're handing off, we don't trust Howell. Well, now you got to go to Denver. Face to de- defense, it's going to be angry after the loss to the Raiders. Can't start 0-2 if you're Russell Wilson. Sean Payton, you can't start 0-2. Payton has a good history against Del Rio defenses. Um, it, back to, dating back to his time in New Orleans, just carved him up. I like, I like Washington last week. They didn't cover. They won. And now they go to altitude in Denver. And I do wonder if the Broncos here, who are a tough bet for me, man, they're tough to back because they just look like, ah, they're not good. We'll see what happens with Judy. I don't know if they'll, they'll find the card, but I, 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 I got to think I got to consider them. Broncos um, at home. A uh, couple other numbers. Oh, oh, this goes back to the Bills game. I just jot down notes when I'm reading stuff. Um, uh, McDermott of the Bills, just a data point. 10 and 3 and 10 3 and 1 against the spread off of a loss. Not bad. There's my dog buddy very excited about the Bills bet that I've made. And as a favorite of 5 and 0, uh, sorry, as a favorite of 7 or more, he's 5 and 0 against the spread after a loss. Bottom line, McDermott and the Bills rebound strong. I, again, I think that's a, that's my strongest play um of the weekend. Chicago Bears were at the top of my list. I think I talked about them earlier. Um, another good number I have. So Baker Mayfield, hey, underdog. Baker Mayfield, career underdog, right? Texas Tech, all the, you know, um, what was the other place? Uh, Oklahoma, you know, Cleveland. He's always been an underdog. Even though he was the number one overall pick, he's been an underdog. Um, but what about Baker Mayfield as a favorite? Oh, wouldn't you know, he's, he doesn't play as great. 11-23 and 23 against the spread as a favorite, including eight straight losses as a favorite. So now he's at home where he's got to win by margin. Again, I think the Bears are the side. I think Fields is in line for a big game. Um, I don't think I'm touching Seahawks-Lions. Just too much unknown there. Um, What else here? What do we have? Um, So we covered Giants, Chiefs. Oh, I I forgot to talk about two other games. Now, this one I'm torn on. Chargers-Titans. I I I talked about it. Like, I've bet the Chargers, but am I going to take them in the contest? Here's the issue. How are they going to look without Eckler? And is Vrabel going to be able to scheme some stuff up to slow the Chargers? Last year, Chargers were three-point favorites and only won by three at home. Now they're three-point favorites on the road. I like what I saw from the Chargers offensively. I think they're fine. Um, they didn't really open it up through the air. But I, I, my gut tells me that had more to do with keeping Miami off the field because Miami was just destroying the Chargers. This week... The weakness of Tennessee is their pass defense. The run defense is very good. So, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I'll, I'll have heavy interest in the Chargers. And finally, um, I'm not going to do Dolphins-Patriots. Uh, it, it, it's just it's too tough. But the Jets-Cowboys, um, I really, really want to take the Jets. 
I just don't know if I'll be able to pull the trigger. I took a nibble of nine. It's down to eight and a half. But um, that's it for week two. Uh, hit me up on social media if you need me. Uh, hopefully it's another profitable weekend. No college plays because I haven't looked at the card and the games are awful. <laughs> we'll talk to you Monday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.